Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host Paul James and I'm joined today by a very special guest, my fiance Angelica Davies. Hi. Um, so this is actually going to be a slightly different month. Uh, Jay Damo came around oh, a few weeks back to record a month worth of episodes and Disaster Struck, you might have already heard about it if you've listened to this month's Player 2 podcast, uh, but we lost all audio from those episodes, much to the dismay of everyone involved, including yourself. Uh, so we're here kind of recording a few different sort of episodes for this month. Um, I'm getting disciplined already. Uh, a few different sort of episodes this month to kind of firstly fill in the gaps, but these are things that, are in the case of yours, something I really wanted to do at some point anyway. I just hoped it would be a little bit later down the track. Um, so we're basically just going to dive into kind of your gaming story a little bit because myself, Jay, Damo, ours is pretty well documented through all the episodes so far. Now, Angelica, you don't ever see her off camera at all, uh, sorry, on camera at all, but you'll occasionally hear an expert comment thrown in or a laugh at something that Damo and Jay have done or or something like that. Um, I'm so, like the Kevin of the patched episodes. Yeah, for any kind, kind of funny answer. reference. So. Um, so we're actually now going to spend a little bit of time talking about kind of your gaming background, your interests, how you came to enjoy games, the story that kind of led to it. So let's wind back to the beginning. What was your first ever game? Um, my first ever game was a PC game version of, you know that little cartoon called Madeline? So it was a game that was part French, part English, um, because... How old would you have been? Four. So I was allowed to play PC games back when I was really little, but it had to be mostly educational, which is why I sort of developed a really strong love for games that weren't necessarily in that category, um, because I like to sneakily go over to friends' places and play, you know, Diddy Kong Racing or Mario Party and have a really good time playing those. Um, so that's kind of where it all started. Um, yeah. Were there any others of a similar sort of vein that came up? There's one that you and I have both spoken about over our years together, uh, Zubinis. Oh, yes, yes. And Zubinis, that was one of my favourites. Um, I first that was played... also something for me, kind of growing up, educational game and whatnot. Yeah, I, f I first played that game at a friend's house and I absolutely fell in love with it. Um, and I was lucky enough that she gave me a copy of the game, so I got to play it at home. Um, most of the games that I did play at home were, you know, PC games. Um, I played some Port Royale and most of those tycoon games like Zoo Tycoon and all of those. Anything that I could really get my hands on without getting into too much trouble. So when did, and I guess we then have to wind forward a little bit, when did you actually get to start playing, and I don't mean in a disparaging sense, but like real sort of... The typical games are associated with consoles or PC. When did that sort of really kick in? Um, probably when I was in late high school. Um, so I got my own DS when I was in maybe year 10. Um, and I played some World of Warcraft for a while during that same year as well. Um, but yeah, it was really only late high school when I got to start playing some... And what sort of things do you really play on games. DS? Uh, <laughs> um, well, Diddy Kong Racing, because I really wanted a flashback to that amazing game. Um, yeah, Sim Animals, don't judge me too much. Um, 
what else did I have? Oh, and I had Spiro as well. Sorry. Spyro. Oh, Spyro. <laughs> we, 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 Been playing too much Pokemon. Yeah, we both play a lot of Pokemon Go together, so... Spyro. Um, World of Warcraft. Yeah. I don't enjoy MMOs all that much. And when we talk every now and then, you almost talk with a little bit of regret. But what was it back then that kind of, I don't know, caught your imagination with the MMOs and all that sort of stuff? Be it World of Warcraft or anything similar? Um... I don't know, like I I love games that have sort of magic and mystery and um, just like adventuring games and I really enjoyed that about World of Warcraft, like being able to have a, like an animal companion and you know, building your magic ability and I like the fact that it was online, it was sort of the first game that I got to play online with other people. so. That was, so it was the communication thing. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Just trying out a new experience. Um, I spent a lot of time just killing boars in the forest, trying to level up. And, yeah, eventually came to realise that I didn't really want to waste money on on paying for the game. And How long did you play for before you kind of dropped off? Hmm, best part of a year. Maybe a year and a half or so. It's about a year and a half longer than I've ever played it, so... Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, like, uh, you've heard me in episodes rip on uh, MMOs and that sort of stuff, but I'm sure maybe even right now there's a copy of Elder Scrolls in li- online in there that I plan to start at some point. Um, I ju- it's just, I don't know, it's a sphere that's not really... Yeah, I'm really interested to play me, Elder Scrolls online. I think that'd be really cool. It's got some of those things that I liked about World of Warcraft without being... Super lame. <laughs> and things that you really like about Skyrim. Yeah, and the things I like about Skyrim um, too. Uh, like we, it was one of the first games that you and I maybe spoke about when we actually when we got together, and um, you had quite a vast knowledge of Skyrim. I guess maybe is a bit of an understatement. Yeah, I spent a lot of time playing that. Um, which was good because that game came after playing a lot of Call of Duty. Yeah. Look, I really enjoyed it at the time. Um, I've grown up a little bit now. <laughs> I've come to see, you but know. <laughs> once you've played one Call of Duty, you've played them all in a different setting. No, not really. Look, there were some maps that I preferred in... Okay. Oh, like you're, talking was... about, you're talking about the multiplayer, right? Yeah. Sorry, I was talking about the campaign. Yeah, the, the campaign was really only ever good in the really old ones. Um... But yes, spent a lot of time playing Skyrim, then spent a lot more time playing GTA V. Um, and just to give people a bit of perspective, back when I was writing for kind of my own sort of publication, I reviewed GTA V um, and spent a fair bit of time with it, and I thought I knew it pretty well. And then I, after we got together... Um, you had a crack at it on my PS3. I think we had to start from scratch, if memory serves. I don't think there was any save games or anything on there. And you just went to all these places and did all these things that, despite the fact that I felt like I had a fairly, at least comprehensive knowledge of, you just blew that out of the water and I realised very quickly that I knew nothing of GTA V. Yeah, I guess I've never really had access to a large range of games it's only ever been like sort of one spaced out 
over a long period of time so when I had a game I would absolutely play it to death so when I finished the story of GTA 5 I went online and did as many crazy things that I could possibly do and find the coolest places that I could and even little things just like you know taking selfies with weird things around the world um, yeah that was <laughs> that was fun for me too so um, I spent a lot of time playing that game and I really enjoyed it didn't enjoy it once it started getting hacked by all of the online users like they do silly things to different maps and races and just make them ridiculous that you know if you just wanted to go into a random race or survival mode or whatever it was if you ended up in one that was um, user created it was absolutely horrible and you'd be trying to do anything you could to get out of there and try and find a different server it was just yeah, it kind of ruined the online side of things for me with that game and because I'd finished the main story I just sort of stopped playing and that was that. And and we won't tackle this too long because this is a bigger topic that's well, well above what we're just kind of doing here. Even the fact that like on GTA Online there's a lot of teenage boys um, and... <laughs> you being female and you had a female avatar in the game as well you... yeah and i had a mic i went to the whole whole next so level so you cop some <laughs> crap yeah uh, needless unwarranted undeserved crap yeah just look, because you were female that was an interesting experience for me as well because it's the first game that i've played online with a mic and um experiencing what it was like to be a female in a game dominated by males was ridiculous i ended up um, not using the mic at all because any time that I'd say something to a friend that I was playing with online I'd just get every single person who was playing in that particular server trying to kill me just because I was a female and that kind of sucked because any time you'd respawn anywhere people would just come and kill you it was just it was really annoying. Which can happen at the best of times, <laughs> but yeah, you probably copped it a bit worse oh, in that particular game. Actually, it happened in Call of Duty too, but I didn't really yeah, use the microphone all that much for those same reasons, I guess. Getting killed all the time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Alright, and then I guess since we've gotten together, and we've been together for close enough to three years now, um, you've been introduced to a range of different games to Call of Duty, to Skyrim, to Grand Theft Auto, to Zoom Beanies or anything before. What are some of the, thing, uh, some of the games that I know you've I've been introduced to courtesy of me or or even just things that just happened to have come out since we've been together that have kind of grabbed your imagination a little bit. There's one here that you actually, and to flashback to kind of the old publication, oh, uh, yeah. Angelica reviewed um, back on my old website, which is no longer active, so don't worry about looking for it, unfortunately, but um, uh, the original Wii U version of Yoshi's Willy World. That was one that you had an absolute blast with. There was a few levels where you, uh, where it was a bit tough and a bit frustrating, but mm. are there any others that have kind of really grabbed you well, in I those think, years? I think now having access to so much more, I've realised that um, Nintendo games are really my jam. I prefer those over a lot of others. Not all. I still have plenty of other games that I like, but um, Nintendo is really my thing. I love any games with my little mate Yoshi. Um, I love Mario Kart, all of them. I 
just really enjoy those games and I'm I'm quite a sucker for racing games. Um, oh, what was that other game? I can't was handle it a car. Not, um, uh, sorry, in, uh, uh, in a video game. Real life, was it the, okay. For, the Forza racing game? Yeah, Forza uh, Horizon 3. Yeah, Horizon 3. The oh. one set in Australia. Yeah, I loved playing that game. Quite like cars. Um, what else have I played? I played Mafia 3. I really enjoyed that. It had quite a lot of similarities to GTA 5. But I liked the old school sort of style to it with the old buildings and the old cars and the old radio stations. It was just, yeah, it really made that game awesome. Except I think that there's a lot more that they could have done with it in that sense. Like there are a lot of buildings you couldn't go into. Um, it would have been good to explore the world a little bit more like you could with GTA V. But other than that, it was good. I really loved the story. Um, yeah, I can't what even remember, I can't even remember what it, no, I was playing Gears of War 4 at the time and so, and we didn't have like, and you've heard it in previous past episodes, we've now got two PS4s in the house, one so kind of the both of us mm. can play if, if so we uh, need to, but at the time I was playing Gears 4 on the Xbox and you were playing Mafia up in the bedroom there and I'd walk in and you're just shooting through hundreds of um, goons and, and they'd come walk around the corner. Yeah, that was fun, I loved doing that. That it's a bit repetitive, but you seem to really enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Uh, and it's the first Mafia game that I've ever played, too. Um, and I feel like I wasn't really missing anything, even though I hadn't played the others. And Yeah, it was good. We spent... Uh, we kind of touched on Pokemon Go. You've... Uh, <laughs> you, it's it, Sometimes for both of us, it gets a little bit too much. We need to... Go, uh, me, specifically, I need to rein it in from time to time, but it is something that we both kind of enjoyed. It's an opportunity to go out and adventure and see and catch and do things um but your most recent fixation is uh the latest well the switch and zelda so oh yeah you over myself jay and damo can talk about this game more than anyone else because i've barely had a chance to play our switch because <laughs> because you've been playing it. Yeah. no problems with that i've been playing a ton of horizon it's been awesome but uh you you're our voice to talk about zelda so go for it tell us everything you liking or not liking or um, more of in Zelda I love it and I can't stop playing it and there aren't many games that I've had that stronger attachment to um, I love how you can do everything in the world even to the simplest things like just slashing the grass and then a cricket pops out like that's pretty exciting um, and you know even just the beauty of how the wind blows the grass or how it looks when the sun is setting um, it's a really beautiful game in terms of you know graphics and rendering and all of that um, I love the puzzle aspect so I love um, going to the shrines and figuring out how to um, get around to get to the towers and things like that um, I love how realistic the horses are so like when you first find a wild horse, first of all you have to spend forever trying to chase it so that you can climb on. But then it starts off being really stubborn, doesn't want to go where you want it to go. You kind of have to pat it a little bit and be nice to it for it to start obeying you. And even then, if you've been riding for too long, it can kind of get sick of you and just turn the other way, which is quite, quite amusing. Um, and in turn, you can make it grumpy too, so. You know, if you keep trying to push it too hard or ride too fast, then, yeah, it gets annoyed. 
Um, and by the way, this is her first ever Zelda game, so yeah, uh, yeah. keep that in consideration with this as well. But Yeah, so I have no idea what I'm doing. But anyway, um, what else do I love? I love? I love collecting different ingredients to cook um, either elixirs or different meals that'll help you get through different places. So like, you know, cooking combinations of um, chili and other fruits will give you a meal that makes you resistant to cold or... Um, you know, by cooking other things together. I can't remember all the combinations. There are actually so many different combinations, which is great. But um, it can give you more stamina. So if you find that you're climbing up a tower and you're about to get tired and fall off and die, you can eat some food and then you can keep on climbing and then you're fine. Um, what else? I'm just really enjoying exploring. Um, I've yeah, for the amount of time you put in, you're not... I mean, the game report is really, really long and there's reviewers that are finishing in 70 plus hours, but you'd have, have, have to put at least 30 and you wouldn't be yeah, I as thought... far along as they would have been at the same point. You just seem to be really enjoying just wandering around the world and doing whatever you want. And... Originally, I was like, okay, so I've got the quests of, you know, defeating the four divine beasts or whatever. I'll just go and do that. Um, one so far? One yeah. so far. Um... I defeated one and it actually took, it took well over an hour, including, you know, the parts, the story leading up to it, actually fighting the beast, then having to do a series of things within side the, well, like within the beast. Um, and oh my goodness, it took a really long time, but that's sort of what you want out of a game. You don't want to just get to like, the punchline and everything be over within a couple of minutes. You actually want something that is challenging and lasts a while. I've tried to get close to the other beasts, but there have been things stopping me, such as, you know, like the element problems. Like there's two places that are too hot for me to go at the moment, so I'm currently exploring the world, trying to get some um, fire elixirs and try and get some new armor that's going to protect me from that. Um, so Do you, you know where to go to get those things? Yeah, or are you just yeah. Kind of so I have my elixirs already. There's a, another town that I have to go to to get some pieces for my armor. You can either collect 10 fireproof lizards and give it to some dude and then get one piece of armor, or you can buy the whole set from um, a town, but it's gonna cost you like 3,000 rupees. Okay. So, I don't know. And you need to have the whole set for it to actually do anything for you. Yeah. So I'm doing that, but... Um, yeah, you sort of have to explore the world a little bit to get the most out of the game and to have everything that you need to be equipped to defeat one of the Divine Beasts as well. Um, there are places that the game definitely doesn't want you to go if you get there too soon. Um, there's a particular forest that I keep getting kicked out of at the moment. So you kind of wander into the mist and you get to where you think you need to go. You're like, oh, this is really exciting. And then you're back to the start. So my gut feel, and we've spoken about this off camera, my gut feel is for Zelda fans out there, it's probably got the Master Sword in there, which won't mean too much to you, but it's kind of like this uber weapon that'll mm. be what you need to beat yeah. Calamity Ganon, Ganon when the time comes. But um, And then another instance, I parachuted off a cliff and ended up in this giant like maze made of stone, um, and there were a million of those... Um, they're not the little enemy guys that are in the ground with all the little tentacles, but they're like flying drone type enemies that will shoot you if you try and climb up 
the maze. Um, so it's from... And the tentacle ones, you mean the, the guardians? Yeah, 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 the guardians. They're guardians, but they're the drone hovering flying versions. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, so there's quite a lot of those that guard... There's a castle and at least this maze, and they're quite tricky because they kind of come from around you in the air, and there'll also be some on the ground. So there are a couple of places that I've been where I'm like, no, I'm not supposed to be here. This is too hard. I need to go and collect some other things first before I continue. So it's good that you have so much freedom, but it can steer you away from things that you know you're not ready for. So that's what I like. Yeah. Cool. Well, you're a, long, uh, you're a fair way through it, and you've still got a fair way to go, but you're a fair way further along than I am. Yeah, I've completed nearly 30 shrines now. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, no, it is going well. And that's all around work and those sorts of things as well, which... Yeah. Um, so, looking beyond Zelda, what are some of the things that you're most looking forward to? Oh, um, Mario Odyssey. Um, yeah, the one where he's, like, in the real world kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, the Mario Across the Simpsons episode. Yeah, sort of. Um, I'm excited about the new releases of, um, I think there's some new racetracks coming to Mario, oh, Mario Kart. Kart. Yeah, so the Switch version's got new characters and new courses and battle mode and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, so excited about that. Because, um, yeah, I love Mario and I really love the Switch. Like, it's a really great console and I think they've done a really great job with it. Um, what else? Nothing springing to mind yet? No. The thing about our, our kind of dynamic, for the most part, not all the time, sometimes you'll find some things yourself, but it, you, it's often me doing my games, media bits and pieces that are, oh, I come across this and... Yes. Yeah. But you've... He yeah. does the research and I just embrace whatever comes out. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know, choose to use or... Yeah, choose to use. There's a lot of games that I haven't played just because, um, well... Paul's been playing them and I've been watching and then by the time he's finished the game I kind of don't feel like playing it because I've already seen the whole story or what it's about um but that's okay like I enjoy watching them too so I sort of get the best of both worlds in a way she's better than me because I'll wander in and go oh, this, this, this. shut up Paul <laughs> I'm trying to play um well, like, who knows, we'll find more. You've kind of taken to the VR sort of stuff. You've seen some cool indie bits and pieces along the way that you've liked. VR Fruit Ninja, if you haven't played that, that is amazing. And do it in a party setting as well, because the more people you've got to play with, the more fun it is. And if they're drunk, it's even it's more it's fun. Even fun. <laughs> I've told you a story, check a patch from back in January for some of that sort of stuff. But Yeah, quite a good workout too. Yeah, you, you took a real liking to it. I think currently hold the top score for anyone yes. on our machine, and it's a really, really high score. Uh, yeah, it's like 2,300 and something. It's pretty decent. If that means anything to you out there, that's that's a really high score. Um, well, I think that might be about it, really. Um, so, one little thing I'll actually give you a little bit of credit for before we disappear. A lot of the cool stuff that you've seen art-wise, be it on the site or courtesy of YouTube video, like in our YouTube videos, whether it's the lower thirds or any of those sort of things. Angelica's fantastic when it comes to artistry and those sort of things. So she's, and I don't have an answer to that, so she's been the one responsible for the lower thirds, for, 
you know, cro- cropping little logos and cool article headers and in- even introduced me to little bit pieces of software that allowed me to create those myself. Nowhere near the same quality that what she can create, but allows me, like, has kind of given me the means to be able to do some of these things as well, because otherwise I wouldn't ha- would have had no idea and you're getting a far lesser experience for it. So uh, I owe a ton for that. You guys should thank be thanking for her for that because it is awesome the work that she's been doing for us. Yeah, I'm certainly much better behind the scenes than on the camera, but if I have to fill in, then that's okay too. <laughs> You've done a good job. Oh, thanks. Um, so I guess that ends patched for another week. Uh, you can catch all the awesome stuff that's going on on the website. There'll be stuff about Zelda already. Uh, Player2.net.au player to au on twitter uh, links to all that content um you can catch me at paul james p2 on twitter do am i sharing yours oh sure you know? yeah i don't mind <laughs> it, you'll see it across the lower thirds but aem davies yeah on, on twitter um i don't use it very much sorry i'll try better you're still better than jay um so and you can catch up with jay and demo future episodes of patched once everything resumes as normal once again. So thank you very much for watching. Uh, We'll see you later and keep playing awesome games like Zelda. Nice to meet you. Bye.